Welcome to Married to Who, a podcast where a couple of couples watch Doctor Who for the second time. My name is Jake. <laughs> With me are those couples, Cody, Sam, Jill, Alex. Producer Terry's here too. This week we are going back or forward, however you want to look at it, and re-watching one of our favorite new Who stories. It was Alex's turn to pick. He chose the two-parter Heaven Sent Hellbent, written by Stephen Moffat, directed by Rachel Talley, aired November 28th and December 5th, 2015. Before we get started, it's time for everybody's favorite podcast segment, Cody's 42nd Plot Synopsis, both episodes. On your markets, I go. All right, I'm going to talk only about the first episode the entire time. So get ready. The <laughs> doctor is trapped inside of a little circle disc, and he's on this eternal groundhog cycle thing where he has to figure out all the puzzles and dodge the monster, and it takes billions and billions of years for him to punch his way through a billions diamond wall. And, billions. and then he finally gets out the other end after a long slog of just literally death and suffering and pain and torture. And uh, in the end, he finds out that he's a Gallifrey. He was trapped by the Time Lords. I'm not sure if he knew he was trapped by the Time Lords the whole time, but he knows now. Now he's like, I'm going to eat soup, and you're going to get the fuck off my planet. Time. <laughs> what? I mean, you hit the second episode. I mean, yeah, the second episode. Yeah, that was you hit concise. It. Yeah. Get off my planet. It was like 11 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into it, I have come up with a little game that we are going to play. This all started because I was trying to find some kind of list so that we could play our normal game of where did this fall on the list. I asked ChatGPT to come up with a list of all the uh, best Doctor Who episodes. It wouldn't go long enough to show me where um, Hellbent would show up. It just Yikes. kept saying it's in the bottom half. Yikes. <laughs> but it did consistently have Hell sent, or Heaven Sent at 11. Um, if you do, If you keep asking it to make the same list, it will give you different results. We'll get more into that in a future podcast because I'm going to use ChatGBT a lot <laughs> for games. That's it. It's pretty soon we're going to be replaced by AI. It's just going to be Jake and the AI. Yep. We don't even have oh, to show up. <laughs> I have enough hours of your guys' voices that I could just do this without you. Oh, okay. So we strike. All right, we all strike in front of Jake's house. I found a list from Entertainment Weekly from last year that had the top 50, and it put these at 9 and 10, which doesn't really make sense. They kept putting two-parters in two slots, which, like, either put them both together in one, or mm -hmm. they gotta be separate. Mm -hmm. But what we are going to do is I've, I found, I went on IMDb, which is a cesspool of hate and ignorance, <laughs> and that used the IMDb ratings to rank all new Who episodes. And the game we are going to play is I'm going to give you each of the five new Who Doctors and have you guess where their highest ranked episode is and what that episode is. This just in, Cody doesn't no. remember any episodes. That's okay. If you could just kind of vaguely describe it, we'll get there. You don't need to remember title names. We'll do this together. You can pick one someone else picked. You don't have to have a unique 
I need a list of episodes. No. <laughs> We're gonna go through this quickly. This game is obviously quickly. for real Doctor Who fans. I don't know what kind of podcast you think we are. Oh, yeah, this is yeah. Great. Jake, no. who do you think Alex? you're talking to? Is this a cooperative game? We're going to do this quickly, and you're going to shut up. Oh, can we do a teamwork <laughs> style? How about Alex has to do his own? The rest of us can work together. Well, hold on. What's the prize? What are we playing for? Nothing. Oh, well then I'm I'm down for teams. <laughs> well, remember we do about, couple games. Let's do couples. How about three teams? Alex by himself, Jill and Terry no. together, and Cody <laughs> okay. together. Terry has Jake, seen everything at least twice. Jake knew the game. Alex is overpowered. Jill would rather not have a partner than have Terry. No, as Terry a partner. Can, if Terry can describe the jacket that the doctor or the companion is wearing, does that count? I'll, I'll accept it. Okay. Um, yeah, that's how I feel when me and Terry go do trivia. The two of us. <laughs> I'd rather just be here by myself. <laughs> Only there to bring up the paper. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Cody and Sam, I'm gonna have you guys go first. Cody and Sam, Christopher Eccleston. He only did one season. What's his highest rated episode? Bad Wolf. What? Oh. No discussion. What? Where <laughs> in the list of all 175 episodes no. do you think that landed? Wait. Off mic talk. Hold on. Two separate questions. One, what's the episode? And two, how far up on the list did it make it? And if you get the number right, but the episode wrong, you can still get some points. 22. Right. What do you think? 23? What was the question? I'm still... How far up on the list is Bad Wolf? Of the whole list? Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, there's like 175 new Who episodes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I still think you're wrong. Uh, what do you think it is? I told you already. Say it again. Rose. You can tell everybody. Okay, Rose. I like Rose better. Yeah. What number? 16? 1. 20. 20? Fi- si- 15? Sorry, Eccleston. Get out yeah, of- actually, no, that's pretty good for all the new Who. Yeah, we're going to go Rose, 23. Final answer. Oh, God, I hate this game. No, this game Jill loves Terry. you. What What do you think, Jill? I, w- <laughs> I was also kind of thinking Rose, just because it was new. Okay. Do you have any other thoughts? No, I... I like that or a bad Just wolf. Blank. No. We'll do Rose. We'll do Rose as well. I don't think it's super high though. Like a... I don't think so either. Well, okay. I don't know. It has to be like somewhere up there, otherwise it wouldn't be his best. Say like thirty two? Ooh, that was way higher than I was thinking, but yeah, that's fine. Or forties. She said it was higher than she was thinking, so you went higher. Oh, sorry. No, no. 40s was, is lower. Like bigger than I thought. I was thinking, oh, like... Oh, that's not how lists work. Yeah, let's... Whatever you said, it's good. Okay, 32. 32. Alex, I, give us the right answer. I believe it is Rose, and I'm gonna go 62. You're all wrong. It is the Dr. Dances, the uh. Moffat two-parter. The Empty Child and Dr. Dances, and it's number... Oh shit, I didn't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's number five. Wow. Eccleston got number five out of all of them. That's crazy. Yeah, the other doctors got one, two, three, and four. So. The next one. Alex, you get to go first this time. David Tennant. He did three seasons plus a year specials. Lots to choose from. 
Oh, fuck. Uh, blink. Yeah, number? Uh, I'm going to go 21. And again, these are based on IMDb rankings. So lots of people give their ratings, and then they're just in order of average rating. Um, Jill and Terry? I mean, I can really only think of Family of Blood, but I don't think that's... You motherfucker. <laughs> that is not a bad call. I know, I really like that one. But I wasn't sure if maybe it wouldn't be like uh, the Fornock episode. His last one. The Drums of War? Yeah. The Last of the Time Lords? don't think it's called The Drums of War. I don't, know I don't think I that's totally the name of an episode. It, yeah. And I'll tell you this, most people hate that episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because he dies, but it's good. I don't he doesn't know. Die, it's not, he it's trash. Me and Terry he saw it in a movie theater. It was terrible. Wolf's in it. It's not trash. You <laughs> shut your mouth. Wolf. <laughs> I don't like to go second. Now yeah. all I can think about is Blink. Because that's well, the answer. <laughs> Terry, you choose. Well, we'll do Family of Blood, two-parter one. Easy Jill, you points. Pick the number. Uh, 36. Cody and Sam? Tooth and Claw. Do not. Number one. We are not picking that. (laughs) So it's Spear? Oh, yeah. No, it's, uh... Love and Monsters. Love and Monsters. Yeah, that's it. Spear is better. It'll be my pick. Um, I don't don't know. His first episode, bro. Whatever that's called. The Christmas Invasion? No. Okay, not the first verse. <laughs> the third. New, well, the new one Earth? Where he leaves Rose on the beach. Is that one rated Isn't up there? Isn't that Bad Wolf? Like, um, I think Bad Wolf was actually with Tenet. It's a two-parter. Bad Wolf and Parting of the Ways? That's literally, like, the only other one that I can real That sticks out in my head. Oh, no. Bad Wolf is a season one. It's something... I, I We'll say the season two finale. <laughs> uh, what number you got? Is that what we're picking? Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like that's a bad choice. That's fine. 33. And I can't remember the name it's, of it, so it's, it's not written down in front of me. It's pretty low. <laughs> I don't want to pick it, but okay, going fast. Yep, there you go. 33, I guess. It's not that high either. Maybe. It is Blink, and it Fuck is number off. one. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, wow. Number one. Number one. So Don't do that. You guys, you guys are like thinking too meta. Like this is family feud style, like group polling. And when you think they've attended Doctor Who, you think blink. Like that's it. That's, Fair. That's it. Well, clearly we didn't. <laughs> no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Alex has two points for getting an episode right and being the closest on the tenant number. Jill and Terry have a point for being the closest on the Eccleston number, but nobody got that episode. It is now Matt Smith, and it is Cody and Sam's turn to go first. We went first the first when time. When do Terry and Jill get a turn to go first? Yeah, yeah. it should be Terry Jill and Jill. Terry's turn to go first. <laughs> I was doing a snake draft style, just back and forth. Jill and Terry. Matt Smith. What you got? Matt Smith was a doctor. Mm-hmm. Anything with River Song. Amy and Rory. Oh, yeah. River Song. And Amy and Rory. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Is Matt Smith... <laughs> Jake, how much do you hate me when we're playing this game on a scale of 1 to 10? I tried to get it in before you got here. Because <laughs> I knew you wouldn't like it. But we had to talk about Alex's audio. Okay, so... 
is Matt Smith in the episode where the River Song and Amy and Rory all collide. Yes. Then I go that one. That's many episodes. That's much more than one. The main one. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna need a little more than that. Can you describe what happened? Terry, take it away. Uh, It's the one where River explains that she's her kid. Or their kid. That would be a good man goes to war. Terry, do you have a different choice? Um, is Jake just pulling these out of his brain? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Uh, no. Let's go with that one. I think it's fun. We'll try yeah, number? It. Number three. Alex. Or Cody and Sam. You and, yeah. Cody and Sam. Angels in Manhattan. I think that's the name of it. The one where... Close enough. Okay. Nailed it. Number? Number nine. Alex? What's the one where it's the Byzantium crash and there's a bunch of angels um, and Uh, Amy has one in her eye? Yeah. uh, Something, something, force of angels. (laughs) Okay, that was the one I was thinking of, but since you don't know the name, it's probably not it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, oh, I'll, that's not fair. I'll stick with it. No, I'm sticking this with guy's it. Meta. Okay. I'm sticking you with it. Number? Uh for So I can still get points even if I have the wrong thing, but I cr- I get closest on the number yep. for for Matt Smith's. Okay. So Correct. I'm going to go 15. You think Matt Smith's best episode is 15th on the list? I I think so, yes. Sab, you're going to be mad. It's Vincent and the Doctor. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. And it's number four. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jill and Terry get their second point for saying three. It is two to two to zero. Jake, you hate that episode so much that I wouldn't pick it. I love that episode. No, you don't. You always tell me it's awful. I never tell you it's awful. I just tell (laughs) you, I just make fun of you for being your favorite. (laughs) How dare I like a good episode? Peter Capaldi, Cody and Sam. Oh no. Pink Capaldi, huh? Capaldi Capaldi. I think this is the part where we pick an episode. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, Heaven Sent. The one we just watched. And it's yeah, two. probably. It's <laughs> um, Alex? I'm going to go with the uh, John Sims Missy episode was that yes was that with bill i think that was with bill yep where she got uh, turned into a cy- cyberman yeah it's the season 10 finale it's the one right before capaldi's regeneration and it has a name what uh number would you like five jill and terry has to be something with missy so we're thinking it's during bill era not clara there's plenty of missy stories in the clara era was there? Yes. I can't remember. They talked about Missy in the episode that we watched. Oh yeah, that's this. right. Sorry. <laughs> I do think it should be a Clara and Missy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magician's Apprentice, which is familiar. Season 9 premiere. We could do that one. Yeah, number? Okay. Two. Yeah, two. 
Well, we said three last time and got a point. I know, but has someone else said two and has had, or has something been two yet? No, two and three are still open. All right. It's heaven sent, and it's two. We got both of them, though. Oh, damn. My God. <laughs> get on our but level. Jilatary also said two, so they also get a point. So it's two to two to three, going to the okay, last doctor. But but we had a golden round. I feel you like that, a that's round. a bonus point. That should probably be a bonus point. You have to multiply them together. One times one. That's how many points we get. No. Wait. <laughs> Alex, Jody Whitaker. I'm going to tell you all right now, no one's going to get the episode right, so it's going to come down to who gets closest. I'm going to go with Rosa Parks. Just just called Rosa. You got a number? 19. This one, I really didn't write down the number. Uh, Jill Terry. Terry, you were all excited about Jody. You must have something. I can only think of Tim Shaw from my night <laughs> Oh my god. That's not a good episode. Oh no. Which one? What There's the two. Ruth Doctor? Which one where uh, she first showed up? Fugitive of the oh. Jadoon. Do we like that idea? Or is maybe the one with the crazy house episode? I'm good with the Ruth Doctor. Okay. Ruth Doctor episode. Uh what do you think, Jill? Do you think she's high up there? Or do you think there's not a lot of love for her? I think she's gonna be high up there because it's recent. Well, Let's say, what'd you say, Alex? I said 19. I'll say 7. Okay. Go to Sam. Was the Pakistani wedding Whitaker? Yep, Demons of the Pooja. Wow, yeah. Yeah, I I like that one. I can't believe you remember that. I really like that episode. Yeah, okay. But I think it's like a... I think it's probably like a 40. Mm-hmm. Overall, Whitaker. Best Whitaker episode you think is 40? 30? (laughs) (laughs) We said 23 before. Let's go 23 again. 24. Okay, 24. (laughs) I'm going to be mad when it's like Planet 32 or whatever that (laughs) bullshit episode was. No. I think that's the lowest one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it, it deserves to be. <laughs> okay. I had to scroll down a bit. It is. So I tried to give a really big hit with saying that IMDb's a shithole of yeah. uh, mm. bigots. Yeah, You should have went with your number. Mm. It's Flux Chapter 4, Village of the <laughs> Angels. So close. We were all so close to getting it. And that. it's number 78. <gasps> I wasn't bigot enough. I needed to be more bigot. <laughs> so Super Cody not and love. Sam get the point for being closest and are the winners. <gasps> <laughs> get riggedy wrecked. Uh, the bottom nine stories are all Whitaker stories. <laughs> the episode we select for the next time we pod is... <laughs> I almost just clicked out of audacity. <laughs> it's like, I'm done. <laughs> going going down from the bottom is... Or up from the bottom, Orphan 55, Legend of the Sea Devil, Saraga Conundrum, Arachnids in the UK, The Timeless Children, Praxius, Flux Chapter 6, The Vanquishers, The Battle of Raskar Afkalos, and then we get to Sleep No More, which was a Capaldi story. And then, one, two, two more Whitakers, Fear Her, a couple more Whitakers. <laughs> I, I don't even, I don't even remember the 
what was it? The Village of the Angels or something? She that was the one yeah, with Village of the Angels. the like the angel came out of the TV and the one uh guy. Oh, they was were like, like locked in a basement, guard. right? The doctor turns into an angel at the end. Oh, oh. I, I remember that. like mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. small snippets of that. Yeah. I just remember the end. Hey, it's been like half an hour. Should we start talking about the episode? <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. Nah. Uh, yeah. yeah, when we actually have a good episode to talk about, Jake. Well, I mean, you can always gonna... reference our previous episode of <laughs> Heaven Sent Hellbound. Jay and I do want to listen to our old podcast about these. No. Okay. No. I was I... there. But they did last time. Alex, you chose these. Why don't you go first? What'd you think? They're incredible. I fucking love Capaldi. Like, uh, Heaven Sent is just incredible. Him being himself through this whole castle it's it's just it's it's good it's so good and then also him like being a super badass on gallifrey it's a lot of... like when i when i was originally thinking about which one i wanted to do it was heaven sent was i was thinking about but since it was part of a two-parter we decided to do it um technically a three-parter and i almost i i thought about watching uh face the raven too but i didn't Joe, what'd you think? Uh, I have mixed feelings. They were very good episodes, obviously. They're not my style. Like, they're definitely Alex's style. It makes sense that Alex picked them. They're just so heavy. And, like, so much of what I love about New Who is the... I don't know. Like, the companions, especially. Um, and just relationship with companions. So at least we get a companion episode-ish. But the saddest companion episode. <laughs> Um, that is a but, good point. I never thought of that. Like, lore heavy, like lots of foreknowledge episodes. Oh, it's it's so heavy, and Alex yeah. the whole time is like creaming himself, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is a lot. Be sure to rehydrate. Like, like a lot of cream. <laughs> yeah, like ice cream and half and half and whipped cream all together. <laughs> You're just shoveling in the ice cream. <laughs> It got a whole new meaning. I love Capaldi, and he's like we see him in so many like lighthearted stories, and like you know he's doing his thing. So it is it is cool to see him like just act his pants off and like run an entire two parter. It's just so dark. Was Capaldi with Bill as well? Yeah, yeah, man. He had a rough. He was. He was around. <laughs> he, he had some rough companions. Yeah, this is this is during Moffat's cynical time. His mom just died. Oh, man. <laughs> He's like, fuck these companions. <laughs> like thinking back on this, it's well, dr- it, it wait, really what is happened sad. To Bill? She turned into a Cyberman and died, Come and then on. was saved by her lesbian space girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, but now Ooh. she's like a star or something. Yeah, right? well, because Moffat's a pussy, and he can't just kill a character. <laughs> like he al- he always makes fun of Russell T Davies for like making us love characters, and then killing them, and then Davies makes fun of him for never killing anybody. And he has like eleven "Everybody Lives" episodes. Like his his very first <laughs> Just story. This millionth time, Rose. George R. R. Martin Martin lives. has entered the chat. <laughs> um, Terry, what'd you think? I really, really love these episodes. Super fun. I just love watching Capaldi, his brain working and talking to himself, and like finding that safe space in his brain, which is just the TARDIS, and solving all of these questions while still like 
imagining that Clara is still there. And then when he does get out, just the like boiled rage inside that he's just holding there and just like, screw all of you. It's like, no one can talk to me. I have all the power here. And like, so good. So many great lines. And just the, the talking between um, just Clara and uh, Capaldi when they're at the hatch and she's just like asking like, how long have you been, like waiting for me. Yeah, we'll get, we'll like get more to detail yeah, later, but yeah, it's just I I could talk about this the whole time, but I won't. That's Sorry. what we're doing, but in a minute. <laughs> uh, <Sam>? <laughs> <laughs> um, heaven sent, obviously, Chef's Kiss, Hellbent. I'm pretty sure this is on the previous podcast, and I'm pretty sure I felt this way before. I I agree. He. Stop murdering characters and then like bringing them back magically <laughs> to fairy tale endings. I would have rather done Face the Raven, Raven and Heaven Sent. I think those two together are just amazingly powerful and it's pretty pretty rare to kill a companion. I did this week start watching the reconstructions for um the Dalek Master Plan, which is Hartnell. It's twelve episodes and it's all recons. Well, episode two I think exists. I've watched a little bit of it. Um, but anyway, there are two companions die in that one. And then in the eighties, a companion dies and like, that's it. <laughs> they don't, they're <laughs> new. Who's been back since 2005 and they're too big of pussies to do it again. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to do it, do it. Commit. I mean, there's gotta be data driven choices here, right? Like maybe they have the ratings for when they kill off the companions and clearly <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not returning revenue. Everyone would remember it though. Like, it, it would be so big. But then there's, like, there's no books. There's no audio dramas. There's no, like, bringing them back for a anniversary special. It's just, oh, that companion died. <laughs> Have they done anything with Clara since her gallivanting? She comes back in Capaldi's last episode, the actress, as a memory, because the the glass version of Bill gives him his memories back and so she pops up i think she was shooting something in vancouver and just went into somebody's office and stood in front of a green screen and <laughs> did a <laughs> did a thing for a minute i was wondering with like um uh what's what's that audio the final cut or big, big finish big finish nope they haven't done anything with that or even like a novelization like no one written like a story with her doing something with me uh, I don't believe so, no. Crazy. I mean, fanfic, I bet that's oh. a... Can you Terrible imagine? to read? No, I don't want to. I'm, hold on. The Dalek enters gotta, the room. I gotta write something in my head real quick, hold on. <laughs> Jake's about to flip this community on their head. Like the, the amount of, like, Master and David Tennant sex I've read in fanfic sites... Like you I don't have to, Jay. Might as well you bounce choose it out. to. <laughs> I, make, I make commitments to people. <laughs> I, um, Who are you committing this to? Uh, this was a while ago. Uh, Cody. They're good. Thank it's you. good show. Uh, I am maybe the only person in the world who likes uh, have, or Hellbent better. I, I, I really like both of them. I watch both of them all the time. And people reacting to them on... YouTube and stuff. There are a lot of people 
get mad about certain choices the doctor makes in the second one but that's the fucking point we'll get to that later and uh for as good as capaldi is in heaven sent i think jenna coleman is just as good in hellbent i think she's putting on a fucking master class that one but heaven sent is a monologue it's amazing <laughs> you, you can't, can't bang on that table watch the, me the microphone's gonna be like skirt oh dear <laughs> <laughs> I de- had to prove a point to Cody. Uh, <laughs> let's um, <laughs> let's focus. Let's focus for at least the short term on just heaven sent, and uh, go ahead, Sam. Let's get into a little more detail. Why Chef's Kiss masterpiece monologue perfection, no changes. Do you remember anything about the first time you watched it? Like the feeling when like the truth is revealed or like if you were kind of getting there on your own, starting to guess some stuff. Oh, I definitely did not guess it at all. And even even this time around, I was like, wait, I, I know that he like. What are we guessing? Goes what does back he think around. we're guessing? Like how long did it take for us to realize that he's in a loop? Because yeah. five fucking minutes. Well, Sam just said she didn't, so. Well, the loop, I, don't, I don't think Sam understood the question. The loop is, I mean, I don't think I realized it till he died and went back yeah, again. The first, oh. like it was explained. The first big clue is the clothes, right? That his clothes. No, the first big clue is the bloody hand. <laughs> I don't know if on first watch if that gets clocked at all. Well, we might have to go listen to that old podcast. Well, that's a that's a clue, right? Like. You'd have to make an inference, but you wouldn't have an idea off of just one Actually, clue. I watched someone on YouTube uh, react to this a couple of days ago, and they saw that, and they're like, oh, that's Capaldi's hand. <laughs> just immediately. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, two seconds into it, he's like, oh, this is going to be a loop. <laughs> just right away. <laughs> Holy smokes. Uh, because if you see, right, like, if you see Capaldi's hand, and you see it, like, bloody, and then it disintegrates into ash, and then there's a teleporter... I don't think it's a huge stretch to be like, okay. Well, I think they do a good job right from that point in giving you enough to kind of, if not forget about it, at least start focusing on other things. Like, you know, bird written in there, the thing chasing it, the door that he opens by being nice to it that has a brick wall behind it, (laughs) the castle moving, like the thing freezing when he when he gives him a secret and like it's all there's just so much happening in such a short amount of time the mind palace thing that uh, terry was talking about that like it's it gives you enough just like stimuli which is amazing because it's one person walking around (laughs) an abandoned castle by himself they give you enough to kind of maybe push that to the back of your mind at least i agree and also 30 minutes or so probably do we talk about, weren't the skulls, I, this is like a faint memory, maybe this isn't true. Were all the skulls at the bottom of the lake formed after Capaldi? They're all his skull, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, you mean, yeah. That was a fun how, fact. How did they form his skull? They did like a mold of his head. There's these things x-rays. called MRIs. And x-ray, x-ray. 3D oh, models. Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is BBC, people. <laughs> You think yeah. they don't have just this is 15 new skulls and then old. a green screen? <laughs> this is an old who where you have to cut someone's <laughs> skin off to find their skull. 3D printers are way too expensive for the BBC. <laughs> I think you're right, though, Sam. I think I did read that when we did our previous podcast on this, that they modeled that skull after uh, his own head. 
Yeah, and watching it this time, I was like, those all look exactly the same. Yep. Oh, yeah, they did look the same. And there is about 84,000 of them. (laughs) 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 You too can own your own Cavaldi skull. (laughs) How long do you think every loop took? Oh, months. I was... I think the previous like time... Like, in real time? No, or like, like, for him, how many days yeah. was each loop? No, it can't... I mean, he couldn't sleep. Well, he no, said... He, he did he say... He said he slept. He did say sleep. Yeah. Well, he slept you and had he to ate. run all the way across, and you would get, like, a max of 84 minutes or something. You can't live for months. It I mean, he's the doctor. Maybe he's, he's different. He's a time lord. There, we will encounter many episodes where he either says he doesn't sleep or that he needs very little sleep. This was my problem, this watch around. Why didn't he take his shoe off and, like, hit the wall with his shoe rather than punching it? I feel like that'd be harder and more effective. I believe because at that point he already knew his fate. And, uh, was just like, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna add an extra million years. But also, the doctor can fucking throw a haymaker. Like, he's (laughs) punching a material that's harder than diamond. And he eventually breaks through. It's crazy. Cody was like, why is he making a whole doorway? (laughs) Yeah, why is he going, why does it have to be seven feet tall? Like, you could just crawl through it. (laughs) Could have saved yourself like a billion years. (laughs) Plus, at one point, the monster can't fit and grab your face. There, I was trying to focus or stare at it really hard the first time he gets there to see if there's like any scratches or dents on it at all. Because he has been there 7,000 years at that point. And I was, I was kind of guessing every loop is about a month. So that would be 84,000 uh, times that he punched it three times. But nothing. I, I couldn't see anything. Well, sometimes he punched it four times oh once he got a little deeper yeah yeah um his introduction speech was amazing also i don't remember what it was but i remember it being really good oh the one where he's where he's like talking mad shit and then all of a sudden he (laughs) sees a thing looking at him from across the way and he gets all bitch mode (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's it (laughs) was that was that the intro yeah was it yeah i need to rewatch it he does a little speech. a few steps in between. Yeah. But yeah, his intro is like, uh, like if if you think I'm weak because she's gone, then you know nothing. Or then you don't know much. If you think uh, I'll... Something about it. If you had anything to do with it, and you think I won't find you, then you know nothing at all. I'm the, I'm the doctor, I'll never ever stop. Or I'm coming for you, I'm the doctor, I'll never ever stop. Yeah, verbatim. Did he remember everything <laughs> every time he regenerated, or did he have to refigure it out? I still don't know the he answer to that. He had to refigure to it out. It was a brand new copy of him. He does say once he once he realizes what's going on when he's at the diamond wall, and then he goes back into his mind palace, he says to the Clara, quote-unquote, it's always here that I remember. Like, what, once he gets to that point mm. and the real, realization hits him, then he remembers all the instances or of it happening. Okay. But when he first, like, comes back out, it takes him however long that is, a month or whatever. Ugh. He somehow knows how much time has passed. The, the stars. stars. It's the stars. Yeah, the stars. Uh, that one I knew. 
And that that's like another one of the big clues is he says, like, I know I haven't time traveled. The stars are in the wrong spot. If I didn't know any better, I'd say I was 7,000 years in the future. And then well, he's like, no, no, that's not right. Like staring at the sky. Jill, you got something for us? Uh, she does not. She is outside with the guns. <laughs> oh, hey, well, about guns. two minutes into Heaven Sent, Cody goes, which one? Which episode is the one where he punches the wall a trillion times? <laughs> I go, you're in it, baby doll. <laughs> yeah, that's... Should have just laughed and pointed. That's kind of why I like the other episode better, is once, like, after the first time you see this, like, yes, it's a great performance by Capaldi, but a huge part of the story is what the hell's going on. When you know what's going on, you're really just waiting for that, that end where they do the amazing editing of showing time passing him stuck in the soup over and over again him telling the story of the bird like that's the money shot for lack of a better phrase that you're waiting for because you kind of already know everything else also the cheapest form of production ever (laughs) they shot 15 minutes and then repeated that (laughs) there's also the uh like the underlying like setup for the next episode, which is the hybrid, which is the info they the were The entire after. season they've been bringing up the hybrid. Yeah. I did not remember what the hybrid was. I hate the well, hybrid. Well, it's, it's nothing is the answer. It's Clara and the what? Doctor. Yeah, I don't even Clara remember the them talking about it. Don't you kind of me? Well, it's... <sighs> Ooh, we, we, we got an argument I, I here. I look at it like Harry Potter, like the... um. The prophecy could have been about Neville, but Voldemort makes it about Harry by deciding it's about Harry. Like, they, the Time Lords kind of create the hybrid by being so obsessed about it. Remember when we used to do best lines? Yeah, I no. do. Yeah. Do you still have notes? I took notes this time. Oh, holy yeah. smokes. This, <laughs> I love when he's in the TARDIS. I think it's the first time he's in the TARDIS, and he's, like, running running through his mind of how to fix the situation. He's like, if they're going to threaten you with death, die faster. <laughs> yeah, it's your only bargaining chip. Oh, that's, yeah. He uh, had yes. a ton of, ton of good that quips so, in the terms. And that made me remember how good New Who is. Like, there's <laughs> so many one-liners that just stick with you that you're like, oh, man, yes, that. If this was 15 years ago, that would be my Facebook status, because, you know, that's how we all used to write Facebook Cringe, statuses. bro. <laughs> that would be my MSN Messenger handle, dude. Oh, that, that's like 20 years ago. Uh, I'm going to get all the dudes. <laughs> One of my favorite lines that uh, was when he was talking about uh, the whole thing being an interrogation room, like a prison. And how he just says, like, in an interrogation, you are the most important person in that room. Like, you're inexpensive. And it's like, so work the room. Like, you have all the power. And I love that's what he's done this entire episode then. It's just like, I've got the power. I'm controlling what's happening in this place. And just problem solves and fixes it all. And, like, I that that one line really resonated for the whole episode. Uh, the line I keep coming back to in this one is the um. Yes, lines. Well, yes. it's not a line; it's you a segment. It. But just the the why can't I just lose? Like, why do I always have to win? Yeah. That's so it, sad. Yeah. Moffat comes back to it later in Capaldi's last story when he is c- 
considering not regenerating. And he's talking to fake Bill and Nardal, and he just says, can't I rest? Like, can, can I just be done? And he eventually regenerates, but it's kind of that same thing, and it's clearly something Moffat was thinking about during this time. Uh, but that when I rewatch this, this is that's always the scenes that I come back to. And I watching this time, I couldn't decide if I wanted Clara to talk or not. Like, I think the first time I watched it, I got all excited when it turned out it really was Jenna Coleman and she started talking because you only see the back of her. So it's like that could have been any mm-hmm. like small petite woman with just Clara's clothes and hair on. And they just keep showing her. And I literally Clara's hair. <laughs> but uh, it shave puts it off the her hair head. on the head. <laughs> but I, so the first time I watched, it, I was like all excited because like, oh, shit, Jenna Coleman, because we legit thought she died in the story before. <laughs> and then in uh mm-hmm. Like the further times watching it, I'm kind of like, I maybe I wish she had just stayed like a dream and like not real. Um, and you just see her like that because it's kind of spooky and weird, but also like you get and when she's just yeah. doing the chalkboard to get her point across instead of just walking up and going, like, Get off your ass, bitch. Was it actually Jenna Coleman in those? Because it seemed like well, fake. she was there, so why fake wouldn't news. it be? <laughs> like they could, hey, can you just? Because they could hire her for one line instead of. <laughs> but you, you hire. She's she's above the title. Like she's you're you're paying her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she she a hundred percent. She made the same amount of money for this episode as every other episode. So you get her in there for as long as you fucking want. Joe's <laughs> <laughs> hey, back anyway. Oh, welcome back, Joe. Jill, you got anything for us before we move on to the second episode? Do we talk about the jacket? Please. Oh, the velvet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so pretty. It was so very pretty. cool. I can't wait till we get to... Is it the seventh doctor that has a velvet? Third. Oh, that's the third. Holy shit. <laughs> We're closer than you think. <laughs> I know. Um... Yeah, Jack is great. He puts it on again at the end of uh, Heaven Sent. I mean, Hellbent. Um, and then loses it. Like, by the time we get to uh, Bill season, season 10, series 10, he's got the hoodie and he's all just like old hippie professor guy. But I, I miss the punk look. I do I do really like his, like, Western look in the next story. But, uh, you know, nice, nice to get one last hurrah with the... I was more so looking at the boots. Boots, I think. Don't really change. They're like, uh, what's what's the steampunk style? Doc moves? Martens. Yeah, well, it's British punk. Like that, he he's an old punk. That's how he always dresses. Like you see him out in public today. He's dressed like he is in his what <laughs> first season. Like he wears <laughs> button ups with no tie, buttoned all the way up, the boots, the jacket. Shall we move on to Hellbent? Yes. I stated earlier, I like this one a little more. I love the opening scene that's just a Western. Like, it's just Rachel Talley just being like, I've always wanted to shoot a Western. I'm going to do a 15-minute Western with Capaldi. You know, he's got the, like, the thigh-length, almost duster jacket. He's, speaking of boots, he's got the, they, they shoot those boots a lot. And he just barely talks until he gets to the, get off my planet line which is just incredible he doesn't stop talking in the first one <laughs> right 
<laughs> when, when he's alone, catch it up. When people are around, he's like, I'm going to let this unfold. I do... The second one, I really do like the fact of... Um, I forgot who lost their memory. I had... That yeah. was a surprise to me at the end again. I was like, wait. When I what? When I saw that opening scene... And he's like, I think it's Clara. And like, uh, they're like, or she's like, oh, who's that? Um, and then he like goes into the t- story. Like it triggered. I was like, oh, shit. And I got like a little emotional well, immediately. I was like, oh, it's no. the guy who drops him off when he wakes up. And the guy's like, oh, Clara told me to look after you. And he goes, Clara, who? And then it's the stinger into the titles. And then, yeah, I all like inner cutting the story with the two of them in the diner is great. It's the the hottest waitress outfit of all time. <laughs> am I? Am I it's okay, that waitress outfit looks <laughs> like it was made for a musical. It does not look like a real life. It's like Tardis it looks blue. like it's, it's That's the style of the that. It's okay. blue. Hey, it's blue. Most Jake. men are a little bit colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Terry had a picture loaded and ready. <laughs> but no, it was a blue waitress uniform. Title of Terry's sex tape. <laughs> it was a blue waitress uniform. <laughs> Sam clearly didn't want to talk about the first 10 minutes. She jumped right to the end of the story. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get my good... I said that it wasn't a good episode. I just wanted to get a good part out. You're welcome, Jake. Once we... so There's all the fun stuff. We get the Sisterhood of Karn back. They... They're from a 70s episode of Doctor Who called The Brain of Morbius. They pop up in the little short that they did with the 8th Doctor so he could get a regeneration before the 50th that we did watch it. Um, And so they show up again here. We get Rassilon played by the the guy we just watched in The Wheel in Space who played Enrico. (laughs) I brought it up in our podcast. But uh, Uh, Mace Lewin in Game of Thrones for the more 21st century of you. And uh, all, all that stuff's great. But the story really kicks off after we pick up Clara. And Jenna Coleman just gets to fucking cook for the last like 20 minutes. Yeah, I forgot how good she was. And now I kind of like regret not watching Face the Raven because like Sam said, that would have been... I mean, it is a banger, that, that episode. Like Heaven Sent... Face the Raven's really kind of all about that last 10 minutes. The the 30-odd minutes before it are, like, very skippable. But once they find out she's dying, and it's just the two of them kind of dealing with it, it's incredible. Sarah Dollar should have been the showrunner instead of Chibnall. <laughs> <laughs> wow, brave of you, Jake. She's good. Yeah, stuff, go. I'll, I'll get to more stuff later, but you guys jump in. Tomato soup. Why did Capaldi make it look so hard to draw a line in the sand? <laughs> it's for the drama. Jesus, like... It's the steampunk boots. It well, needed to be sand. big so the spaceship could see it. He needed to draw this line through the crust of the earth. <laughs> but it was also with, like, the heel of his foot. That's an awkward way to do that. That's true. Now that you say that, yeah, he really fucked that whole thing up. (laughs) He should have brought his spoon. But it's about showing them that you're doing it, not the end result. 
Yeah. So you had to like, make it as dramatic as possible. Imagine me like showing my sign of dominance by tripping down the <laughs> stairs. You know, same vibe. Uh, that whole thing, though, I love how dramatic everything was, like, over the top. Like, even when he did drop his spoon to go draw that line, like, the whole crowd, like, turns and, like, oh, shit, stuff is going to go down. <laughs> like, what's yeah. happening? Also, what is the doctor going to do against this Apache war chopper? <laughs> oh, put on his sonic sunglasses and stop it. He's using he's using his time war clout. Why can't, oh, Winston Churchill. This would be like Winston Churchill like showing up after winning World War II and being like, hey, I'm going to do what I want. And everyone is like, yes, yes, you are, sir. Um, <laughs> that kind of is what happened for <laughs> when he got reelected like 15 years later. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's kind of like it's such a badass move. It's so cool. And I loved later when there was the firing line and. uh the, the soldiers are like, well, one thing you notice about the Doctor of War, and they called him the Doctor of War, yeah. which is also insane, uh, that he is he is unarmed and like that terrifies yeah. people. <laughs> and it's so sick. Um, I, I love I love that dude's line when he walks by and he's just like, like, I was at battle, blah, blah, blah. And Capaldi just kind of like very slightly nods at him. Uh, if you notice, there are, when they shoot and purposely miss, there are 12 shots around, or I think there's 14 shots. There's only 10 soldiers. <laughs> so, so, someone had a little, uh, trigger happy there. Like, let's take it easy, guys. <laughs> oh, it's I, on burst fire. I do like in that whole scene, too, of, like, with the doctor not talking, because the, uh, president also says, like, uh, what was it? Words are his weapon. And they were like, well, when they stop yeah. being ours, but like just being unarmed, like he didn't say anything too. So that whole parallel with well, right before that, when uh, Rassilon is talking to this, the lady from the Sisterhood of Karn and she's like, oh, he doesn't blame Gallifrey for the time war. And he's like, well, I should hope not. <laughs> she's like, he just blames you. <laughs> he's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And then what's better than, like, get off my planet, and then 45 seconds later, everyone just being like, yeah, you should go. <laughs> well, and it shows a little shuttle leaving. Like, oh, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. so good. <laughs> but then the the ship's coming in, and he's like, oh, good, you called in for reinforcements. He's like, nope, <laughs> they're with me. Yeah, and then he puts on his glasses. Dude, Capaldi will always have the coolest Sonic with the glasses. I cannot... Stress I this hate enough. them. I no, now we brainstorm. What's Everyone cooler. hated them so a cane. much. A Sonic I still, cane, bro. I still hate them. How can you? They're the best. Sam is wrong. Alex is right. <laughs> no, they are. They are the best. It's it's the coolest, most raddest thing the Doctor's ever done. <laughs> I hate them. They're the best. Sam uh, hates them. Talk about things I hate. I hate the new Sonic he gets at the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> It Fuck almost looks thing. like there's a TARDIS on top. Like it's the a lightsaber. top part of it is a TARDIS. Terry, look up Shooty's new Sonic and put it in the chat for Ooh, us, please. Ooh, yes. Okay. Ooh. What is the picture I, we have in spoilers? chat? I must have missed this context. It's from Journey to the Center of the TARDIS. Yep. For reasons. Okay. Terry just uh, is in love with that dress and just wanted to show it to yeah. us because we were talking about a outfit. <laughs> and he decided. Oh, no, I'd, I'd probably wear that <laughs> dress. Dresses with collars make me think you're nine years old. 
I'd wear that dress. Oh, no. <laughs> What's that collar called? Because that's a sick, like, look. It's really cool looking. The one on her? Well, she always, like, her outfits always Hold have on. that type Hold of on. collar. Hold I on. I want to say. Terry, okay. what the fuck else could we possibly be talking about? <laughs> oh, the one on Jenna Coleman there? The thing She's we've been talking about for the last 30 okay? seconds? A lot of different collars. <laughs> I don't quote me, but I want to say it's a Mandarin collar, but I could be wrong. This gives Wednesday Adams having a reasonably decent day. Yeah, and half the world it has a fucking boner for Wednesday Adams. <laughs> like, that's what people are into. <laughs> Fair I, enough. I mm. personally don't get it. I think those people are pedos. Alex? <laughs> it looks like the Mandarin collar has, I think has, it's a cool like, look. It's a nice A fit. diagonal. Yeah, that's not a Mandarin collar. I don't know. In, in <laughs> Flight of the Raven or whatever that one's Face called. Raven. Face the Raven. She's got some boobage, and they really pointed out. Oh yeah, the, like, like it's the same outfit as this back. one. She's wearing the same it's thing. Like, no, she has. Yeah. Well, oh, you're right. They pick she, her up for Face the Raven, but yeah, that that bra is doing some. She has work. like <laughs> that sweater on underneath, and it's side shots of her back and forth constantly at chest level. Yeah. The literally when like the recap, I was like. Man, that makes her boobs look really big the whole time I watched <laughs> yeah. the recap. Amazon, where's the... You and the rest of the viewing public. I need that SKU. I was like, I wonder if I get a sweater like that, if I'd look like that. No, it's the bra <laughs> underneath the sweater that is doing the work. <laughs> so what were we talking about? Terry, Today you're supposed colors. to produce something. Oh yeah, the, the Sonic. The new Sonic. Oh, the new Sonic. While Terry's doing that... um. My favorite, right, but there's a lot of good, as I've said, a lot of good bits of acting from Jenna in this one, but my absolute favorite, just seen in general, is when she finds out how long he was in the confession dial. And she, yes. she confronts the onlookers, and when she's told, she's just like, she's very kind of just stoic and straight-faced, but you can see like everything happening in her eyes, just trying to like contemplate what that means because it's an unfathomable amount of time and then when she turns around and she's got like the the angry crying like she's pissed off but she's crying and she's just like sad and in love and just has like everything going on all at the same time and uh how this lady like she she's done a ton of work after this but nothing that was like super big but like lots of great dramas how this lady isn't like Florence Pugh right now, I don't understand. Who? A lady who does movies and is successful. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. Did you ever see Black, the Black Widow movie? No. Did you see Midsommar? No, but I want to. Really? No. Really, I want to see it or really I haven't seen it? Really, you want to see it? Uh, yeah. I didn't know you are into horror. Oh, I did not know it was a horror film. Oh, it's disturbing as shit. <laughs> I will not be watching that. Um, She was just in... Isn't Midsummer the brightest day of the year? Yeah, that's when pagans do weird shit to people. Oh. oh. Wait, she was in Oppenheimer? She's in Oppenheimer. That was the next thing I was going to say. She's the one who's naked the whole time. <laughs> she was his so girlfriend. I haven't seen it. Oh, you know, no the big Spanish movies. lady. No, right? no. <laughs> She's not Spanish? 
no. <laughs> I thought that character was... Sp- oh, no. What is she, Italian or something? <laughs> oh, this gal. No, no, keep naming things. Keep going. I haven't seen it. I really want to see it. It's great. There's no Spanish people in the whole movie. <laughs> okay, what is that lady, then? What What's her name? Um, Jean Tatlock. White lady. It's not that. Terry, look at the name of the person. Florence Pugh yeah, plays I'm looking it at her. Oh, it's Jean <laughs> Tatlock. Yeah, you're right. So that's French. Am I muted? No, you're no. not. No, I thought you were just, <laughs> I thought you were just saying a name. <laughs> oh. It's not Jean, it's Jean. <laughs> her name is Jean. No, it's, no. it's Jean. <laughs> Jean, if you will. Jean for her close friends. Uh, anyway, back to the story. Uh, I also love the... Um, oh, yeah, we're still recording. We're huh? still recording. But uh, I just have to add, my, my favorite... Ne- next favorite bit is right after that, when she's they're demanding Clara tell them what she said to the doctor. And she said, well, I'll tell you one thing. Don't worry, doctor. They'll all be looking at me. And then they all turn and he's gone. And it's so really fun. It's so fun. That line. And then they ask where he went and you get this super obvious line. And I'm sure Moffat was just exploding all over his fucking (laughs) office when he write this. It's like the doctor's back on Gallifrey. What do you think he's doing? He's stealing a TARDIS and running away. And then you see the TARDIS. Uh. Apparating, what's the word? <laughs> it's not apparating. Um, materialize. You see the TARDIS materializes around her, and I mean. it, as she just does the cutest little bye. <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> I really love this episode. I, I, I know I'm alone, and as soon as you guys talk a little more, I'm going to point out why I'm right and all the Doctor Who fans are wrong. Not you guys. I love that. You're not Doctor Who fans, so I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> With uh, that whole crypt area, too, that was just super fun seeing all those bad guys again. Yeah. Alex clearly liked it. He chose it. Yeah. What you like. Well, I think he really wanted the first one, and I kind of I kind of made him do both of them. <laughs> I really did want the first one, because that was the one I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't bring myself to say three episodes, because it really is a trilogy. If I think really hard... This is probably in my top three New Who seasons. It's it's the season that's all two-parters, except for this, which is a three-parter. But when uh, when they were talking about the season coming up, they are like, it's all two-parters except the last three. So we're like, oh, there'll be standalone stories. And Moff's like, psych, it's a three-parter. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. Should have been two-parter. a three-parter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joel, give us one, one big thing that you liked in this one. Laura. That's two big things. Give us, uh, <laughs> oh boy, give us a reason. Uh, it's just okay. Like I said in my little bit of a recap, just the mixed feelings, like seeing the Doctor and Clara, and like how well they work together, and how well they sync, and ultimately, like that's why he like wiped her memory. Like, didn't want her to feel that, and I don't know. Just but they also you. drive each other to extremes. Like it's it's yeah. crazy. It is crazy, but, like, the fact that he, like, willingly does remember everything, and, like, so, like, he's dealing with the pain of that, and, like, for him, that's more painful than not knowing at all. Like, 
brings back, I mean, everything that they have gone through. Also, it makes the doctor just crazy. So that's the the counter to my point about the hybrid is the hybrid is these two, but they don't do anything really to affect anyone else. Like all all he does is withstand torture for a few billion years to pull her from her death. He doesn't stand at the ashes of Gallifrey or anything like the thing says, but I do like the explanation of like, so the reason people don't like this is because the doctor shoots that guy. We just get a big story. Like Alex brought up the first thing you notice about the doctor of war is he's unarmed. Smash cut to seven minutes later, and he grabs a gun and shoots a guy. That's the point of the story. Is that that he he shoots guys? Is that he is so driven from who he is, and he's abandoned all of his principles because of this person that he cannot let die. And... There's a podcast back in the day called The Impossible Girls where these two college-aged ladies were did a podcast purely devoted to the fact that the Doctor and Clara were in love with each other, and it was so good. <laughs> they didn't do a ton of episodes because, you know, college girls, they <laughs> eventually die. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That is oh, no. not where I thought that was going <laughs> at all. <laughs> but I, Comedy gold. I tend to agree with them. Like the, This relationship is more deep and more emotional than Rose and Tennant ever was. Like That was just an erection waiting to be handled, the two of them. This was like a real relationship that almost tore the world apart and the only way to resolve it was to make sure one of them like did it like we had to erase the doc because the doctor was the culprit clara's just living her life she's happy to die she wants her past but the doctor has to be the one to forget because it's the only way he can get back to being the doctor again and the last image we see is the chalkboard telling him be a doctor not what you've been for the last two stories. Roll credits. It's called yeah. writing people. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I never thought of it that way that like, as you're crafting the story, the doctor obviously had to be the one I liked in the story, how it was random, like to the characters, they didn't know who was going to get bit and who wasn't. Um, but then when the doctor starts feeling the effects, it was kind of a reverse monologue to a companion saying goodbye, whereas the doctor's losing his memory, so he's like saying a lot of shit to the companion. Yeah, I thought that was very cool. Of just like be courageous, but be yeah, like smart about it and all this. Stuff. And then I love how he runs out of stuff to do and like, and don't eat peach or pears; they're <laughs> squishy. And then just like, just 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 forget now. <laughs> That's a callback to. Cody's favorite story, um, Family of Blood, because in that there's the doctor does a video from Martha where it's like, here's the 22 things you need to remember. And she's watching the video and she fast forwards to like from number two to the end. 
and they needed David Tennant to stand there and just say a bunch of stuff for like five minutes so that they had something they could fast forward. And so he's just listing all these things. And one of the things he says was never eat pears. They, they're too squishy. And it's on the DVD. Like they just show that whole video of him just talking nonsense. And so it's a, it's a callback to that. That's pretty good. It is. It's a good callback. But yeah, at the end of that episode, like during that moment, I was getting emotional because like, man, it was yeah. so good. And Jenna Coleman's ability to just stand there and roll a tear is yeah. incredible. O- only yeah. Catherine Tate can roll more tears more quickly. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this when it was happening. I was like, it doesn't even look like she's crying. She's there's, not crying. There's just water going down her face. <laughs> kind of ruins it for me. Like, be a bit of an ugly crier, Jenna, okay? Like, no. She is perfection. <laughs> <laughs> who, oh, man, I was watching some talk show clip the other day, and there's a woman who's like, oh, yeah, just give me a minute. They're, they're like, she's like, oh, I can cry on command. And they were like, really? And she's like, yeah, just give me a minute. And she just rolls a tear. It was incredible. <laughs> Can't remember who it was. But, uh, but yeah. That whole that whole bit of the doctor forgetting instead of her, I think, is kind of a like a Moffat um, spin on Donna losing her memory. Because when Donna loses her memory, it's devastating. Because Donna's entire character arc is that she was a fucking loser, and she becomes something better, and she's a good, she's a better person, and it's all taken away, and it's absolutely horrific. And hopefully these 60th anniversary specials do something to give her a better send-off. But this, like, Jenna doesn't have as big of a, like, an emotional arc. She ha- she goes from being the impossible girl, and then once that ends, it's more about the relationship between her and Capaldi. And so having Capaldi lose his memory instead gives us kind of the best of both worlds. Like, he's able to move on and continue adventures uh, with Bill and then regenerating to Jody. Uh, and then she gets to have her like, hey, we're done, done forever, but I get to go do this with my new friend. <laughs> How do they bring Donna back after wiping her memory? That's that's the big question. Like in the trailer, he, like it shows Tennant saying, Donna cannot remember me or she'll die. And then it just cuts to her like running around with the doctor. We'll know soon. A mirror. Somewhere between four and eight weeks from now. <laughs> Me looked great at the end of the world. I just, yeah. her hair her, and like her, her outfit. outfit. Yeah. yeah. She just reeked like sass. And I was like, I thought oh, you were going to say so patchouli. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you call that kind of blown out hairstyle? God. I mean, just a blowout. Good. Yeah, she, yeah. Compared to like her homely peasantry look when we first see her, like how she's evolved throughout her life as an immortal, she looks awesome. Yeah, I like that. Um, like they they say repeatedly that Clara died half the age of the universe ago. So the universe is about twelve billion years old now. So we're talking another twelve billion years that me had to live, and she's still rocking a nose ring. Like that's still cool. And <laughs> twelve billion years jacket. Now. Well, that'll always be cool. Yeah. I mean, I feel like <laughs> she was heard definitely just... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just, like, mirroring Capaldi and his uh, attire, 
of just that punk rock feel like that's what i feel like me is kind of turned into and i miss i miss clara i miss capaldi <laughs> it was such a good good run and there are two doctors who have said emphatically they will not appear in the show again <laughs> it is chris Fraggleson and peter capaldi <laughs> yeah, i believe it i don't believe capaldi for a fucking minute like he'll he he loves doctor who maybe he just feels like he's done with it and he's got other things to do but like even if at some points he didn't have the greatest of times he'll be back i still 100 percent believe that we will see both matt smith and jody whittaker in these 60th specials well, yes let's see jody was about a hundred months pregnant when they shot it, so I believe she will be <laughs> sitting in a chair and will be shot from the neck up. <laughs> but I, she will be there. <laughs> and while they were filming, Matt Smith and Karen Gillan were in the same town for Karen Gillan's wedding. <laughs> so it'd be maybe a little weird if they're just like, "Hey, the two of us just got to fuck off for about six hours." <laughs> like you guys are cool. <laughs> Anyway, I don't think we need to do MVPs. We've talked a lot. There's one person I still want to shout out, and that's um, Rachel Talalay. She directed both of these. She's my favorite Doctor Who director, and she is coming back for the 60th specials, which I'm excited yes, about because she's never queen. she hasn't directed an RTD story before. So that's that's exciting that like he was able to look at the Moffat era and be like, of all the things I want from that, it's her. And she 100% deserves it. Get tapped, bro. We do have, I was about to wrap up, but we do have some tweets. And I'd be really bummed if we didn't go through them. So it's gonna, Let's do it. It's going right. to be a longer Quickly, episode. Jake. Uh, first we have from the Neither Time or Space podcast. This is clearly not going to be <laughs> a response to what I asked. <laughs> but he wants to know what each of your heaven and hell Doctor Who episodes are. Basically, what's your favorite, worst, or least favorite? I'll give you all a moment to think. My hell is Fear Her. I think it's <laughs> not just poorly made, but poorly written. I think the resolution... <laughs> the resolution should be <laughs> that the mother saves the daughter and gets and like learns to protect her family from this abusive husband. Instead, the daughter saves the mother and the mother has no growth at all. The daughter has no growth at all. It's trash. <laughs> Yay! Typical lives. My, but I mean, it's it's a story like we're that. It's a TV show. It's not supposed to be typical. It's we're supposed to be uplifted. <laughs> uh, and my my favorite Doctor Who story is Listen. We all know that. Uh, that's my heaven. Close second is um, Turn Left. Terry. Turn left. This man digging. <laughs> uh, I want to. One that I'll always watch would be the Family of Blood sequence because yep. I'd love the family in that. Uh, my hell would probably be the Flux storyline or just like <laughs> the last episode of the Flux. Uh, they disappointed me so much. They were just worthless bad guys and it. I feel like it was a rush. The Vanquishers, and... they were so cool yeah. in the first episode. Yeah, and yeah. then they just went, meh. Alex? 
my hell, I'm kind of with Terry. I we talked about it already. It's like Planet Forty Two or whatever the fuck. Orphan um, Fifty Five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, is Orphan Fifty Five? That's a. There's two. There's one no, called think... Forty Two. What happened? There's one called Fifty Five. Oh, that's the countdown one. The Impossible Planet. There's Orphan Fifty Five. Oh, the Mahaz- right. is the Impossible Planet the one with Lucifer? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of Orphan Fifty Five. Yep. It, it's just it's bad. What's your um, heaven? My heaven. Is it Heaven's like, Head the one you picked for us to do for this? <laughs> it, like right now, it is, and that's the thing is this changes for me all the time. Like right now, it's <laughs> yeah. Capaldi all the way. It's this episode, uh, uh, Heaven Sent. But like I've always said, Tooth and Claw, and I I do like Tooth and Claw a lot. So <laughs> you're you know, a fucking coward for not picking it. Yeah, well, I just know Ten is going to get a lot of love, so. Um, well, who's been getting love is Moffat. We'll, we'll get to that in a tweet later. But uh, Damn, I'm about to drop some hate on Tenet. Cody? I think. What's the one with the planet in the sky that's like... Uh, well, he does like a sword fight with Robin Hood with a spoon. <laughs> those, <laughs> those are two different things. Is it Capaldi? The yeah, Capaldi is Robin Hood. To, yeah. Planet in the sky, there's a couple of those. Oh, God Are you talking it. about the one where he goes like, and they all start repeating themselves? Do no, he's, themselves? he's he's thinking of the one where they use a golden arrow to blow up a spaceship <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Oh, the, the Robin Hood. That's Robin Hood. Bro, oh, okay, robot, so uh, Robot of Sherwood. So oh, tenants yeah. get love. Ro- uh, robot of Sherwood is my hell, <laughs> and my heaven is Black Spot. Oh my! Those those are both terrible episodes. And Black Spot was Matt Smith. He said Tenet was getting some. I don't want to be called a coward. We all know your favorite episode is Family Blood, so you are. It is Family Blood. It's good. Yeah. No. Uh, Damn it! I still got called a coward. Sam, did we do you already? No. Go ahead. Um, heaven, obviously, Vincent. Yep. Hell, old who. Any, all, <laughs> peace, whatever. You, you go to hell. Wow. You go to hell. You, <laughs> haven't even seen, you haven't even seen it all and you just I know. don't care, Alex. <laughs> it's all in there. Jill, there's 11 better stories than any, like, half of New Who. Uh, I was going to say Old Who, but I'll, I'll specifically say season one. That was... It was rough. That's your, that's your hell? Yeah. Maybe season two. Hey, season two had... Uh, Dalek Invasion of Earth. How many seasons are we in? Because that many. Jake's still riding that Dalek Invasion of Earth like it was <laughs> good. It's incredible. You're a child. <laughs> and my heaven... Just, oh, just name a different ch- TV show. <laughs> yeah. Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls, obviously. Yeah. There's a lot of them that come to mind. It's always just like companion. Well, it's got to or... be River. Well, yeah, anything with River was what I was gonna say, but that seems a little that's too fine. Generic. Forest yeah. of the Damned. Yeah, sure. yeah Forest but of the Damned. Library also, like, of no, Sadness. For- really Angels in the Forest. Forest of the Damned isn't a story. <laughs> uh, Silence in the Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> I also was thinking about O. Like anything with O is so good. Ah, the Sasha Master. Oh, yeah. I like things with humor. Like, you know, there's a story, but still humor. Like, that's what River brings in. That's what O brings in. I don't know. Can't narrow it down. That's okay. I haven't come across my favorite yet. <laughs> um, 
So we got some more tweets. I'm just going to kind of burn through these quick just because we're running late on time. But uh, James at James Swift 95 says, I love how before watching the next series, you watch a Moffat two-parter to clean that taste from your mouth. <laughs> it has. We are two for two on Moffat two-parters. Maybe next time we'll do something different. When I first saw Hellbed, I struggled, but now it's probably my favorite finale. It gets better when you dig into how Moffat sees the Doctor as a goal to achieve. I like that. Hmm. Wow. And we got Sonia at uh, Zabrazu uh, comment or replying to Matt's previous tweet about uh, what is your heaven and hell. And they say heaven, empty child, Doctor dances, time heist. Science and Library slash Force of the Dead, Puzzles River Song. <laughs> um, apart from Time Heist, those are all Moffats, but uh, Time Heist was during the Moffat era. Hell, most of the Danny Pink slash Clara stories, especially the Caretaker. Capaldi's Ooh, great, Capaldi. but the rest I can't handle. Mo yeah, the yeah. Danny Pink Clara thing was a bit of a slog. Oh, I hated Danny. People Some in yeah. general don't like Clara at all. We're kind of in the minority, I think. What? Boo. They I suck. didn't like What's Her Face before. Donna. You hated no. Donna. No, no, I like Donna. Are you saying Bill? <laughs> yeah, Donna. No, sucks. I love Bill. We're kind of Amy? like a who's banging this? or not banging. No, group. not it. Who is like the second companion? Oh, Martha? Uh, Martha. Uh, Martha <laughs> be banging. Wait, yeah. No, Martha, I, Martha I, be super banging. I don't like her as a companion. <laughs> She's the OG banger. She was the one who was pawned the banging. The, the worst, The worst companion. Excluding Dan from Susan. the Whitaker era, who's a hobo, <laughs> is is Rose. Like I, no, I love Rose. I love Rose too. Like the no, you don't. Rose and Eccleston. Not like you should. <laughs> Rose and Eccleston got me into Doctor Who. Those were my first Doctor Who stories. I love them, but Rose is the worst companion. <laughs> Disagree. Um, Ode underscore Ollie at Ode underscore Ollie says, I think they both really hold up. Heaven is still a masterclass in what can be done with minimal characters and shows Capaldi's ability really well. And hell really works as a natural culmination of the 12 Clara relationship. And I think it ends that storyline on a high. But what's your so heaven high. or hell, Ollie? <laughs> he did not respond to that. That was a good... Ollie. I do like that question. Yeah, and it is, it is nice to look at the end of... Uh, hellbent as a positive that like they managed to get out of this terrible situation they put themselves in 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 a way that is kind of satisfactory instead of you know ruining someone's life <laughs> like like rtd did with donna um sonia then comes back and says oh i didn't realize matt's tweet wasn't just a tweet <laughs> it was a response to our tweet <laughs> and uh <laughs> goes on to say, I love Heaven Sent and Hellbent. Capaldi is incredible, and he carries a whole episode by himself perfectly. Hellbent is good, and even though I'm not a fan of Clara, I didn't mind her in this episode. <laughs> uh, seems to be the best that a lot of people will say about Clara is didn't mind her. <laughs> Different taste, man. They they got fish and chips over there. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know where Sony's from. <laughs> Just uh, edit that out and everyone quiet and <laughs> uh, BT Flippity Gigget at your cool 91 says, oh, heaven sent good. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, Hellbent's also good, slightly less good than heaven sent. 
And we got... Apparently, I was the same. <laughs> Janelle Hodge at Jake Christine H says, I mean, what can I say that isn't parroted by thousands of other Hoopians? Technically, Heaven Sent is a masterclass of storytelling in the use of the visual medium where Moffat, Capaldi, Talley, and Gold are all at the top of their games. Uh, and Gold uses a lot of synth, which I really miss as a part of Doctor Who soundtracking. Now, Hellbent doesn't hit as hard for me due to a few story beats slash choices, which I just explained she is wrong about, but <laughs> they don't ruin the two-parter for me as much as it does for others. Which, uh, yeah, that's good that you can you can come back to us with uh, it doesn't bother you as much, but for the reasons that it bothers you, you're wrong. <laughs> Lo- love to know. Get in the comments. Uh, J- Tell us. James Courtney and Mr. J. Courtney says, what everyone else said, certainly a top ten story. Those were the tweets. Yay. Nice. Good tweets all tweet, around. Tweet, 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 tweet. Bedtime. Not mm-hmm. yet. Though it has uh, to be. I am I so tired. I have to look up what we're watching next. <laughs> Text me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll message you anyways and ask again in two weeks. Sam, this uh, endeavor is not just the five of us. There are people listening to this, and that's the reason I'm going to say what's for next time. Well, so we can stop our recording and go to bed is what you're saying. All right. Totally. Cut the mic. Let's go. For next time, a five-parter. We've had a a lot of six-parters, so this is like a nice little reprieve. We're getting Um, there. The premiere of season six. We got a new companion. We'll see her first adventure apart from her home. And we've still got Jamie, of course, second doctor. It's called The Dominators. It's on it's on Britbox. We'll be able to watch that. Alex, do the song. This has been Married to Who, our episode part two of Heaven Sent and Hell Bent. If you would like to participate with us, you can do so uh Married to Who Pod on Twitter slash X. On behalf of myself, Jake, Cody, Sam, Jill, Alex, and our producer, Terry, thank you so much for listening. Please join us next time for The Dominators.